Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. As you would expect under this radical left-wing president, things are getting so bad that they're only going to get much worse before the people finally rise up and wise up to what he's doing to this country. It's not so much Sleepy Joe or the hologram in a basement. It's who is around him. They're the worst people in the history of America. Now, let me begin with something that hits very close to people with children in school, especially people who are of the Caucasian race, who are being picked on, who are being shamed, who are being basically driven to suicide. Children will commit suicide unless these bastards are stopped. Mother sues school after her biracial son refused to confess his white dominance. The psychopaths who have taken over the school systems are targeting white children and they're destroying their minds and their self-respect. If it was my kid, I do whatever's necessary, but I would not let my child be subjected to this trash, rubbish, racist garbage called critical race theory. There is no such thing as critical race theory. It was created by a psychopath who hates white people. This came in the post millennial. A Las Vegas mother sued her biracial son's high school after he failed a critical race theory class for refusing to confess his white dominance as a result of the failing grade her son may not get the chance to graduate. The school is called Democracy Preparatory Academy in Las Vegas, Nevada. And they forced Gabriel Clark's son, William, to take a mandatory course entitled Sociology of Change. Are you listening? The boy, William, refused to label himself as privileged and an oppressor because he is mixed race. The website states this, Quote, in the class, William, along with all the students, was asked to publicly reveal his race, gender, 
religious and sexual identities. Are you listening to this? This is child abuse. And then attach derogatory labels to those identities. Students were then asked to, quote, undo and unlearn their beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors that stem from oppression, unquote. Are you listening to this? William was understandably reluctant to label himself as privileged or an oppressor. The profile goes on to say, adding this, while William is the only student in the class who appears to be white, he has light skin and green eyes, he is in fact mixed race. His mother, Gabriel, filed a lawsuit against the so-called high school after they allegedly threatened to keep her son from graduating. According to the lawsuit, the parents are seeking monetary damages, including compensatory and punitive damages for the damage done to William Clark's future academic and professional prospects and for the defendant's deliberate and protracted harassment, emotional abuse, and violation of plaintiff's constitutional rights. I was mostly outraged that um, this was being taught at all, but yeah. principally that they were asking my son to reveal identities that are protected. You can't do that at a job. You shouldn't be able to do it at a school. It's and it, it, so, it put a target on my son's back. If somebody didn't like what he had to say, then that would have put him in danger. And I think that that was that was a, a grievous wrong. He was asked to answer the questions and then the teacher would then scrutinize and and label whether or not his particular identities were under the category of oppressor or privileged or um, oppressed. They sure. didn't just violate my son's uh, civil rights. They violated all the children's civil rights by asking those questions. I suggest that if you're listening to this podcast and your children are being subjected to this kind of child abuse and racism, you get a copy of that lawsuit and you sue your school. This has to stop. This is all going on because Biden has become the bully in chief and they feel they can get away with any kind of racism against whites. So you could laugh at this and say it doesn't really affect you because it's just somebody else's child. You can put your head in the sand if you want. But I'm warning you, I see the truth and I don't wait. Michael Savage, a host like no other. We embrace the vision of Martin Luther King where children are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. The left is attempting to destroy that beautiful vision and divide Americans by race in the service of political power. By viewing every issue through the lens of race, they want to impose a new segregation and we must not allow that to happen. Critical race theory, the 1619 Project, and the crusade against American history is toxic propaganda, ideological poison that, if not removed, will dissolve the civic bonds that tie us together, will destroy our country. That is why I recently banned trainings in this prejudiced ideology from the federal government and banned it in the strongest manner possible. 
Well, that's about critical race theory. Now, where did this come from? Why are we hearing about it now under Biden? It's been around for a while, this garbage. Well, it ties into the big lie about America owes African-Americans or black people reparations. It's all part and parcel of the same diseased thinking. But there's a thorny issue connected to both of these subjects. Did you know that during slavery, some free black people purchased other black people as a means to free family members? That's terrible. And let me be very clear. Slavery is horrible. It's the worst thing you can do to a person. It's raping and taking away their their dignity and their humanity. But did you know that other blacks own slaves for the reason that whites own slaves? To work on their farms or, or their plantations? Did you know that there were black people who owned farms and plantations who purchased black slaves? Now, are descendants of these slaveholding black people eligible for and should they receive reparations? You better think about this very carefully. And by the way, if you're going to talk about slavery, which we're going to do in the next podcast and slavery and reparations, incidentally, there are more slaves today than at any time in history. It's illegal and it's called by different names, but slavery exists today in India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bhutan, Southeast Asia, Romania, Sudan, Haiti, Brazil, Latin America, etc. There are more slaves today than at any point in human history. It was reported in Time Magazine on January 18, 2010, as follows. Despite more than a dozen international conventions banning slavery in the past 150 years, there are more slaves today than at any point in human history, unquote. Let's go back to ancient times. Ancient cultures made slaves of those captured during wars in Egypt, Babylon, Persia, Greece, China, India, Africa, and Rome. Julius Caesar conquered Gaul, and he brought back so many Slavic peoples, so-called. Slavic peoples means slave peoples. Back into Rome, that the term Slav took the connotation of permanent servant or slave. Did you know that over half of Rome's population were slaves? So be very careful with this reparations business, which we'll talk about on the next podcast, because it's far more complicated than the left-wing communists and their goon squads would have you believe. There are many thorny issues connected to this. But today, let's talk about the tragedy of critical race theory, which is an attempt to deny the racial identity of white children in the United States of America today. It's a form of slavery that they're trying to produce right here in America. First, stripping away the dignity of a person because of their race. And then, on top of it all, making them apologize for being born white. Do you have any idea where this happened before? Well, you may not know it, but it happened in Nazi Germany. That's right. The Black Lives Matter and communists in America who are pushing critical race theory today are using a form of psychological warfare that was used by Hitler and his minions in Germany. In the early days of Hitler's reign in Germany, when Jews were still permitted to go to mixed schools, meaning schools where Germans went, they were forced to sit through race classes 
Did you know this? Race consciousness classes in German where they were told that the Jews were inferior, meaning any Jew in the class was forced to get up and say he was an inferior person and guilty of crimes he had not committed. It's disgusting, right? And you let your children sit through that here in America? A shame on you. I wouldn't. I'd sue the school faster than you could say Jesse Jackson. My friends were living through very dangerous times. And while we are talking about so-called critical race theory, never forget what it really is. It's a form of indoctrination that strips your children of their dignity, makes them ashamed of their race, and then tries to break them and force them to apologize for having been born. Is this what you consider to be American? I hope not, because if you do, you know better than those conducting these racial hate seminars on your children. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. This is not hyperbole. Many of you think it can't happen here. A communist revolution cannot happen here. It has happened here. No, they've not yet rounded up people and killed them, as all successful left-wing revolutions all do. Even then, it won't be a laughing matter, would it? You say it can't happen here? You have violent radicals, communists, burning down buildings in American cities. Even the other day in Portland, Oregon, you have liberal governors and mayors telling police to stand down while at the same time signing stricter and stricter gun control measures. That just happened the other day in Congress. Small businesses are being destroyed. Their market share effectively handed to multinational corporations that now openly endorse Radical communist hate groups like Black Lives Matter. Big tech is erasing your presence online, which is the primary conduit for conversation in 21st century America. Big tech is erasing that conversation if they don't agree with it. Four men erasing your conversation. Disarmed, impoverished, and defenseless. It is but a small step for them to demand obedience to their every dictate or make you disappear completely either literally or figuratively, it is happening here. And it is not beginning in schools, but it is happening in schools. Now, what I'd like to do for you is give you a a note of hope before you turn this podcast off. Where is there any hope of people willing to stand up to these Black Lives Matter brainwashing thugs and the left-wing brainwashing thugs? Strangely enough, It's coming from Asian Americans who are emerging as a strong voice against critical race theory. Right. You didn't know that. Who are they? Who are the Asians standing up to these communists? One group is called the Chinese American Citizens Alliance of Greater New York, which has delivered the most vigorous rejection of race theory yet. What did they call it? They called it a hateful divisive manipulative fraud. Now, this group is one of the oldest chapters of the Chinese American Citizens Alliance. It was founded in San Francisco in 1895 to respond to nationwide discrimination and violence against Chinese Americans. My friends, think about this. Who are these people? Here's an Asian group, a Chinese American Asian group standing up to the communists. And they're seeing what this is. They've been experiencing firsthand the hatred and prejudice of the communist left here in America. I know it's counterintuitive 
because you think Chinese, Chinese communism. But that's like saying all Chinese are communists. The opposite is true in America. In America, Chinese Americans and all Asian Americans, by and large, most Asian Americans, by and large, believe in education, stable marriages, delayed gratification, hard work, and meritocracy. These are all called white values by the morons who run Black Lives Matter. They are the street thugs. Black Lives Matter is nothing but thuggery, criminality, in my opinion. Do you know that critical race theory attacks all of these as white values and the people who practice them as acting white? Can you believe how sick they are? Asian Americans know the opposite, and they're resisting these critical race theory narratives. And by the way, activists in CRT have tried to throw out Asian Americans from the people of color category. I know, I know you're gagging on this. They said Asian Americans are not students of color because they just don't fit in. Now, even as victims of hate crimes, Asian Americans discredit CRT's assertion that racial prejudice only goes one way from white people to people of color. We have seen hate crimes against Asian Americans on the rise in this nation. Every news story tells you about hate crimes against Asian Americans, but they don't show you who's doing it. They would like you to believe it's white supremacists knocking old Asians to the ground. Well, who's actually doing it? In Oakland's Chinatown, a 28-year-old named Yaha Muslim, he shoved a 91-year-old Asian man to the pavement from behind and attacked two other Asian seniors. Yaha Muslim is not a white supremacist. Also in Oakland, in broad daylight, two young men, not white supremacists, attacked a 71-year-old Asian woman by knocking her to the ground before yanking a purse so hard the strap breaks off. Hmm. Was it a white supremacist who did that? No. You'll never see pictures of those doing it. Critical race theory activists blame white nationalism for these hate crimes. But all perpetrators in these cases were non-Asian minorities. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It gets even worse. Communist agitators in uh, critical race theory claim that teaching math and science perpetuates white privilege. I'm not making this stuff up. It's crazy. Math and science perpetuates white privilege. Apparently, the people in critical race theory are stupid, and they can't do math and science. In an elementary school in Cupertino, California, where 94% of the students are not white, a math teacher told third graders in a math class that they live in a white-dominated culture and had them rank themselves according to their privilege on an identity map. Who stood up to them? Not you. Chinese parents organized a protest and they demanded the school stop teaching racism to their children and start teaching math instead. You hear this? It goes on, and I don't want to bore you with any more of this because what's happening here is right out of Hitler's Germany. The only difference is in Hitler's Germany, it was the Jews who were targeted initially. The Jews who were put into special training classes uh, on race. You don't know this. In the early days of Hitler, the Jewish children who were still allowed to go to German schools had to listen to race theory in the schools. Did you get a chill up your spine yet of the wrong kind? Listen to, my fr listen to me, my friends. This is getting very bad. It's getting very bad, and it's going to get much, much worse. Now, I know this is depressing, and you don't want to hear it, and you want to hear me make sarcastic comments about liberals and laugh your way 
through the day, and I don't blame you. So let's do a little bit of that uh, on the Savage Nation podcast or the Michael Savage podcast, whichever way you'd like to uh, uh, see it. Let's look at some of the news out there that may or may not be related to critical race theory, which is communism. I want to go to michaelsavage.com and consider this like an audio news break. It begins on the top of michaelsavage.com. Black Americans who shook down reparations and are getting $10 million in reparations from the city that they sued. Each black American, even though they weren't victims of any crime, are going to get $25,000 each as part of a $10 million settlement for reparations. And guess what the African-Americans or black Americans said? It's not enough. Are you listening? This is in Evanston, Illinois. Black Americans who will be given $25,000 each as part of the city's $10 million reparations program say it's not enough. Payouts supposed to make amends for the racist housing policies in the city north of downtown Chicago. But activists say it's not enough. Evanston, Illinois is the first U.S. city to distribute money meant to help compensate for a lack of generational wealth and systemic racism, whatever that means. Reverend Michael Nabours, who is the president of the Evanston NAACP, thinks 25000 per person is a drop in the bucket. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to me? How much could you do with $25,000? Do you understand what a racket is? Do you understand how Al Capone ran a protection racket? Where does money come from? The $10 million handout was raised from a 3% tax on the sale of recreational marijuana as it tries to address inequity in housing. The first phase gives $400,000 towards $25,000 grants to eligible recipients. What do you think they're going to do with the money? We'll have to wait and see. Now, to qualify for this shakedown, residents must have lived in Evanston between the years 1919 and 1969 where they were discriminated against in terms of housing. But wait, there's a catch. Residents of this handout are also eligible if they're a direct descendant of someone who suffered housing discrimination. You get the picture. No matter what you give these shakedown artists, they're going to say it's not enough. What else is in the news? The U.S. Army is reconsidering gender-neutral fitness tests because too many women can't pass them. I'll read you the headlines now. Pelosi says climate change is causing the humanitarian challenge at the border. My most recent trip to the Northern Triangle, that would be Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, you saw the impact of the climate change, mind you. These people were leaving because of the drought. They couldn't farm and they were seeking other ways to survive. So there are many reasons that go into this. Can you believe the psychotic evil woman Pelosi? is claiming that the flood of illegal aliens at the border is caused by climate change, not by a bunch of people from their own country of Honduras mainly, who have no skills, no education, no money, and they want you to pay for them. What do you expect from an evil, senile woman like this? She's acknowledging the surge of migrant children crossing the border to come for freebies in America, and she's blaming it on climate change? And you expect... You expect me to believe one word that comes out of the mouth of the media or the Democrats? Now, here's one for you to consider. A former U.S. investigator says COVID-19 may have come from a bioweapons research accident. 
Well, I believe it because I said so last February. I think I was the first to say so. In Portland, Oregon, months after gutting the police budget, the communist mayor wants dollars to stop the surging murder rate because there aren't enough police. Hmm. How do you like that? Now he wants the police back after cutting them. Norway reports three severe blood clot cases after the AstraZeneca COVID shot caused blood clots and they've suspended the usage. Did you read about that here in America? Okay, I'm losing my strength for this. Vatican seeking new donations. 40 million euros per year is not enough. I got to read that story. That con man. Where'd the money come from? The Vatican warned that it has nearly depleted its financial reserves from past donations to cover budget deficits over recent years and urged continued giving from the faithful idiots to keep the Holy See afloat of Pope Francis' ministry going. The ex-bartender from uh, Argentina, that con man bum, that Leninist Pope bum, doesn't have enough money? Where's... What's it doing with the money? Well, you have a Pope's plane to take care of to fly around the world telling you how bad climate change is and donations are down and the deficit is up. And so they need more money and they want the poor Catholics who believe in this to give the bouncer from Argentina more money so he can con more people out of more of their money. Now you understand why Lenny Bruce did a show called Religion Incorporated, don't you? By the way, my criticism of the Pope is not a criticism of the great religion of Catholicism. There are different Popes through the history of Catholicism. Some were complete hoaxes, frauds, bums. He's one of them, in my opinion. Many of you think he was ordained by God. Uh, Don't count me in on that one. What else is in the news? Um, Oh, goodness. I don't believe this story. Markle preparing bid to be America's first woman president. She's networking senior (laughs) Dems. She's going to try and become president. This half-wit actress. Uh, I think there's a few ahead of her like uh, Kamala Harris. And all I can say is, if I were giving Miss Markle any advice, don't drive through that same tunnel in London that the princess drove through before the car crash. Uh, what else is in the news? Uh, Norway reports of your blood clot cases. I- Ireland suggests a halt. Paris may face new lockdown as ICUs fill up. Europe confronts rebound as Vax hopes recede. German cases could revisit December peak. Brazil plunges at the deadliest chapter of epidemic COVID taking over. So they're having a, res- a resurge. So if we're going to start eating outdoors, we're supposed to feel we're going to die tomorrow. What else is going on? I don't know. Maskless spring breakers flout South Beach rules. Vegas Strip sees big crowds. So people are trying to live again. At the same time, many reports are saying we're going to die again. What else is in the news? Let's go to the New York Post. Let's see if Cuomo's resigned yet. De Blasio bashes thoroughly corrupt Cuomo makes impeachment prediction. That's because de Blasio wants to run for the governorship. Did you hear this? Nancy Pelosi blames the broader crisis on Trump. What do you expect from a lying pig like her? Fauci the fraud, Dr. Faustus, who should have been put in prison for what he did to this country. 
says the U.S. could follow Italy's lockdown path if COVID measures are lifted too soon. That bum. He's the worst man in the history of epidemiology. He is not a scientist. Fauci is a liar. He's a vaccine peddler. And he's a complete and total danger to this country, in my opinion. This is in the news. I don't know. I'm losing my breath from the caustic news of the day. Innocent mom killed by stray bullet as violence soars in New York City under de Blasio. So I guess that's a qualification to run for the governorship. Hmm. How do you like that? How do you like that one? Okay, we'll move on to one more website before we move on from the news of the day. Let's see what else is in the news. Okay. Now, one last news story. Diane Feinstein, who had a Chinese driver for 20 years, who was obviously a spy, and yet she retained her position as head of the Senate Intelligence Committee only in America. She hypes domestic terror she hypes domestic terrorism fears and she wants to ban AR15s. Let me tell you something. This is going to get much worse. Much much worse. And I'm going to take a break right now before I continue on the caustic news and caustic coffee of the day on the Savage Podcast. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. And now here is the news of the day. We're going to talk now about the news of the day because Germany and France have halted the COVID vaccination over the blood clot fears of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Never mind what that little scum, scummy little thing, whatever his name is, Fauci tells you. Germany and France have stopped giving the injection for COVID over people dying and getting sick from blood clots. Are you listening to me? Be very careful now. The shot has been banned in 15 nations. You won't hear it from a little smiley Fauci, would you? Are you listening? Shot ban. AstraZeneca vaccine suspended in Germany over blood clot fears despite UK vow jab is safe. That's in the US sun today. Germany is the 14th country to suspend use of the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine due to blood clot fears. But Boris Johnson, oh, what a piece of work he is, and what a disappointment he is. Boris Johnson says the jab is safe and says there's no proof it was the cause of fatal blood clots in people who had recently received it. 14 countries said it is, but Boris Johnson said it isn't. I guess he works with Fauci. Because here are the countries which are saying, uh-uh, not so fast. Are you ready? Germany, Netherlands, Iceland, Ireland, Denmark, Norway, Bulgaria, Luxembourg, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Austria, Italy, and Thailand. Maybe they know something that Fauci and Boris Johnson don't know. Because so many people apparently have suffered blood clots in the few days after their vaccination, according to uh, AP. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it at all. Now, we're talking about the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine, not all of them, but it doesn't matter to me because while we're talking about that and I'm going to do a whole podcast on it, I will not be a guinea pig. Let me repeat right here and right now. I don't care what the liars say to you. Vaccines, and I'm not opposed to vaccines. When my children were young, they got all the vaccines. I had the smallpox vaccine, et cetera, when I was a child. All vaccines that I have known of, that I've known about and studied, were released only after several years of intense animal and human trials. 
these COVID vaccines were not subjected to large-scale human trials. The only large-scale human trials for the COVID vaccines with human guinea pigs are going on right now. You heard me. In about a year, we'll know whether they are safe and what kind of side effects they cause. Because you are the guinea pig if you take it. But don't force me to take it because I won't. I just won't. And that's the end of that on the vaccines. But there's other news, plenty of news. The Vatican, the left-wing Vatican has ripped gay unions and says God can't bless sin. Are you listening to this? Did you ever expect that from the left-wing Vatican? I guess that's because they want to hold on to their African uh, adherents in the Catholic Church who gravely oppose homosexuality, by the way. How's the global warming thing coming? Epic storm has dumped 50 plus inches in Wyoming. Denver has the fourth (laughs) biggest snow ever. (laughs) Where's Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and John Kerry, the czar of global warming today? Probably skiing in Aspen. Meanwhile, Biden, the bully, is trying to put through the first major tax hike since 1993, raising the corporate tax rate and targeting individuals over $400,000 and expanding the estate tax. Are you listening to this? Everything you feared about this radical left-wing administration is happening. You're listening to it very carefully because it's only just beginning. So who's going to pay for the $1.9 trillion boondoggle that Nancy Pelosi engineered for her friends? You. But you say it's only the rich and I don't care about the rich. Remember, when they came for the rich, you didn't raise your voice because you weren't rich and you didn't make over 400000 and then a year later, they lowered it to over 100000 And you didn't raise your voice because you don't make 100000 And then the communists raised the tax on those making over 50000 You get it? So the tax hikes are coming. The plan changes are going to be used to fund climate change initiatives, infrastructure, which is a boondoggle for the construction industry. Be very, very careful. This tax policy was proposed by the liar Senator Elizabeth Warren, the fake Indian. And it's coming, whether you want it or not. What else is in the news? Well, here we go. Let's go to michaelsavage.com. Savage podcast downloads over all the years I've been doing them has just passed 60 million. Oh, ho-hum. Oh, ho-hum. It's only 60 million downloads, this podcast. Not today's. But since I've been doing them, over 60 million my ad agency said we're in the top 0.5%. I want, you to th- I want to thank you very, very much for listening to my podcast, The Michael Savage Show. And of course, last one was called Cancel, Cancel Culture Before It Cancels You. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. But let's go on to the news of the day before we lose ourselves. This is on my website today, michaelsavage.com. Black Lives Matter activist, Sir Major Page, take a look at him. He's got dyed blonde hair. He's been indicted for defrauding BLM donors. You think there's no con men in the BLM movement? Then you're really sick. No wonder you voted for Biden. Pope Francis calls for a new world order after the pandemic. The bouncer from South America. What's going on in San Francisco? A crime wave. A crime wave against whites and against Asians. 
and a white male saved an elderly woman from an attempted carjacking in San Francisco. A white male jumped in and stopped a carjacking. It didn't make it to the local newspaper. Meanwhile, the border is being overrun by the sick, by the poor, by the illiterate. They're not coming here to work. They're coming here to grift. And now the migrants are getting stuck at the Mexico border because even Biden can't deal with it. They thought they'd get easier entry. They said Biden promised us entry. You listening to this one? Can you believe what's going on in the world? Well, let's go to the New York Post now on the Savage podcast today. Let's see the garbage he put out. Woman fatally shot after pulling gun on cop in traffic stop turned shootout. Warning graphic content. Ooh. Uh-oh. This could produce riots because the woman, unfortunately, the woman, unfortunately, is the race that's generally involved in rioting. A woman in Tennessee was killed and a cop was rushed into surgery following a shootout in a parking lot. Graphic video shows footage of the Friday morning encounter between Metro Nashville Police Officer Josh Baker and Nika Ann Holbert shows the 14-year veteran cop deploying his taser on the woman while ordering her to get out of her car. Of course, the, the, the taser didn't work. Take a look at her and you'll see why it didn't work. The cop then tries to take the woman into custody as she yells and reaches for a gun, opening fire on the officer who shoots back and fatally wounds her. The intense footage shows. Ma'am, you're about to get tased, the cop tells her. As she begins to run away, the officer tries to put her in handcuffs. Get down, get down on the ground. The woman who was smoking a cigarette at the time ignores the cop's commands and gets back into the car where she's hit with the stun gun. But she still doesn't go down. She then screams for help while struggling with the cop as she sits in the driver's seat and appears to reach for a weapon, the footage shows. Ma'am, put the gun down, Baker says, put the gun down. And the next, the tragedy happens. My friends, I'll let you decide what's going on in this country today and why criminals are so emboldened to think they can get away with shooting a cop and not getting shot back. It's terrible. What else is in the news? How to track the status of your third stimulus check. Your third stimulus check. A third one now. How do you like that? Thousands gamble with their lives and flock to Vegas casinos as COVID rages. Hmm. How do you like that? People just want to have fun. Here's a repeat of this story. Biden promised us. Migrants cry foul after the U.S. deports them at Mexican border. They're deported from the U.S. back to Mexico? They weren't brought to Nancy Pelosi's voting booths and vote in advance? Illegal immigrants deported from the United States back to Mexico under a Trump era policy are saying that they thought President Biden would let them stay in America. They were instead sent back across the border per a COVID-19 policy from former Trump's administration amid a surge, an overwhelming surge, a flood in illegal aliens in Biden's first months. Many of them coming from Honduras. Biden promised us that everything was going to change to the Honduran residents, blah, blah, blah. He hasn't done it yet, but it's going to be a good president for migrants. Wow, she speaks good English. How do you like that? Perez and her son, Henry, who has cerebral palsy. You hear what they're bringing into the country? Now, I have compassion for the sick, but we have our own sick, don't we? They s- hired gangs, smugglers, to transport them across the border shortly after Biden the bullies inauguration in January. The smugglers, the liars, the cartel liars, said the border was open and they'd help her disabled son across because he'd get a gold-plated treatment here in America. 
Perez's sister in Maryland paid $9,000 to the cartels, but the family was apprehended and forced to go back to Mexico. Can you believe the tragedy that's going on, the triple tragedy? The children, the sick, and the poor from Central America. Can you believe that they're flooding into America and we can't even take care of our own? Among the group was Jenny Contreras, a 19-year-old from Guatemala with a three-year-old daughter. She said her husband worked as a butcher in Chicago. Okay, look, this is a human tragedy of gargantuan proportions. It was slowed down under Trump, and now the floodgates have been opened under Biden. Okay, let's go to Breitbart News Network, see if you can stomach any more of this caustic news. Como Vaxar gauge loyalty of New York officials amid scandals. Whitman defends faces unfair standard compared to Trump because she killed a lot in nursing homes too. Coca-Cola will only hire law firms that meet diversity. That's fabulous. They'll probably get the best lawyers in America since if you're going to hire a lawyer hired by diversity uh, rules, I'm sure you're going to get the best lawyers in America, comma, not. What else is in the news? Uh, I can't even read this. Oh, there were Grammys last night? Uh, sorry, I don't watch the Grammys. I could, do, I could do without them. I could do without the stench from the vinyl. Public opinion of Harry and Meghan record a record low after the Oprah interview. interview. Who would have any opinion of them other than low? They're two low-class pieces of work. Pro- pro- progressives denounce proposed curb on teen migration. How do you like that? Hmm. Chicago, sar- sar- Chicago sergeant shot in broad daylight, standing in police parking lot. That's liberal Chicago. Grammys. BLM activist demands justice and equity from Biden. Go to hell already with your equity. You got equality. Now you want equity? Equity means take what's not yours, you piece of crap. Oh, you see, I'm not supposed to say this. Meanwhile, a Grammy was given to... Rachel Madcow for a spoken word album. She deserves it like the turd on my dog's shoe deserves it. I don't think I can take much more of this. I don't think I can take much more of the news. Illegal alien charged with four murders looks to evade death penalty with intellectually disabled offense. Are you listening to this? Intellectually disabled? He called himself intellectually disabled. Aren't all of them intellectually disabled since they can't speak English? I'll conclude with this because it's heartbreaking. and You got to see what these illegal aliens are. You want to hear they all come here to work and they're all victims. Well, this one isn't. Wilbur Ernesto Martinez Guzman. Why do they have four names? A 20 year old illegal alien from El Salvador was charged with murdering 56 year old Connie Kuntz. 74-year-old Sophia Rankin, 81-year-old Gerald David, and his 80-year-old wife Sharon David in January 2019 when he was attempting to steal money from his victims to buy more meth. You hear this piece of human trash? Now Martinez Guzman's attorneys seek to classify him as intellectually disabled so he can evade the death penalty. The so-called attorneys, who I would put in prison, by the way, have appealed their case to Nevada Supreme Court claiming that they need more time to gather evidence that their client is intellectually disabled. No, I would say no. Nevada Supreme Court wants to hear directly from lawyers on both sides in a death penalty dispute, according to death penalty uh, case covered by the AP. 
over how much more time public defenders should have to try to prove a Salvadoran immigrant is intellectually disabled and can't be executed if convicted of four 2019 Nevada killings. The deputy defender, who, by the way, should be arrested, in my opinion, there has to be a limit to this. The defender's name is John Reese Petty. He said in his most recent Supreme Court filings, this so-called motion hasn't been filed yet because they've been unable to gather necessary evidence in Guzman's native El Salvador. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to this? So this degenerate public defender has to go to El Salvador to gather evidence to prove that he's intellectually disabled? This is sickening. Killed all these people. Those allegedly murdered by Martinez, Guzman, was a mother whose 80th birthday was the following day. It's sickening. It's just sickening. He murdered another 74-year-old and another one and another one, broke in the house and killed them. And this piece of human trash public defender wants to delay his sentencing, saying he's intellectually disabled. This has to stop. Unfortunately, I'm only a podcaster and I don't have the power. I'll tell you what I would do if I were the president. It's not very pretty. And you don't want to hear it. So on that note, I'm going to have another sip of Costa coffee. Mm. Because I have a headache reading the news of the day. Thank you for listening to the Savage Nation podcast. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>